If we're asking for certainty, which we are, where does one find it? In another human being? In an occupation? In a bank account? Where? Conflict only exists when there's separation, when there's a division between a challenge and our response. Kindness is a pathless journey. Love is a pathless journey. We can't technique our way into these spaces. This is the Anonymous Creativity Podcast. We simply forget we are human beings and identify with, attach ourselves to being something or someone. Hello, and welcome to the Anonymous Creativity Bonus Sessions. Each season, I record two extra episodes for those who wish to continue inquiring into the nature and structure of our daily lives. For those listening now, I thank you for your continued support. This week's episode on control is entitled, The Art of Living. What does the art of living mean? Simply. Doesn't it mean to lead a daily life of tremendous psychological precision, of tremendous psychological clarity, of tremendous psychological order? And I wonder, I wonder upon hearing this if we think that is even possible. I wonder if we start to plan how we can live like this start a plan, putting together a pattern in our minds that we can follow step by step on a daily basis. Because this is what we usually do, isn't it? What I really wonder is if we can live our lives free from any problems and conflicts. And I really wonder what it means to live our lives where problems and conflicts don't exist. And your knee-jerk reaction, our knee-jerk reaction to something like that is, that's ridiculous. Conflicts and problems are just a way of life. And it's this very acceptance, without any inquiry, without any questioning, without any investigating, that we just plainly accept, that's what I'm questioning. Because conflict and problems are a wastage of energy. Let's not make any mistake about that. And what I would like to find out, or at least dive into, is why our problems and conflicts even exist. I mean, just to even start this journey, I think we have to understand with our entire self, not with a partial, not with a fragmented version of ourself where 90% of, of me is over here in some business or, some, or somewhere else. And even within that business or whatever split up infinitely. And I'm gonna investigate this with only 10% of me. It's gotta be the whole self. But I think, like I said, to start this journey, we have to understand with our entire self that we're human beings to begin with, 
first and foremost, we're human beings. And you say, well, that's obvious. Is it? Because I think after we truly, with our entire selves, understand that we are human beings first, then we can be scientists, then we can be businessmen, then we can be teachers and all the rest. But we first have to know that we're human beings and understand and put that first. Because it's so incredibly easy, and we do this on a daily basis, forget. Because we've given such importance to these other things. Don't we? We forget we're human beings to identify with and attach ourselves to being something or someone, an occupation, a house, a religion, a nationality, a set of beliefs, and all the psychological things you want to throw in there, all the rest of them. Because through these identities, through these mm, attachments, we feel in control of our lives, don't we? There's some semblance of order, or we've told ourselves that there's some semblance of order. But is that really true? That's all I want. That's all we're trying to investigate here together. Can order be brought about through control? I mean, if you think about everything that we try to do in this life, we've been trained, we've been taught to control, control the mind, control your destiny, control your beliefs, right? Which again goes back to the mind, but what does order in our lives even mean? Doesn't order imply functioning clearly? Doesn't order imply functioning wholly? Doesn't order imply functioning without any distortion? In my attempt to control the direction of my life, because that's what I've been taught and trained throughout its duration, I want to know if control brings order, or is it just a perceived order? And to be clear, I'm not condemning this, um, I'm not condemning control. I'm trying to understand it in its totality. Because through our understanding, we'll discover something entirely different than, than our perceptions could ever show us. Because we'll be observing what is actually going on. We'll be observing what is. And by observing what is, we're also seeing what is false. And it's the very perception of seeing what is false. That's the truth. So let's, let's, let's tuck into this, this control to start. What, what is implied? in control because this is the foundation again of our culture our education our upbringing it's based on our urge to control and yet we never ask the question why should i control at all because controlling implies that there is a controller and a thing or a person being controlled right for example i'm i'm anxious 
I must control my anxiety. I attempt to control it through books, through courses, through life coaches, and all the rest. I create a pattern. I create a plan outside myself to get there one day, and I follow this pattern, this plan. I follow it daily. I think what we fail to miss is, is where there is control, though, there's conflict. Right? There, there must be conflict. I, I, I must do this. I must be this. And I must not do this. I must not be this. Right? And it's this conflict that distorts our mind. And a mind is a, is a healthy, clear, um, insane mind when it has no conflict whatsoever. It's able to function without any... Um, any resistance without any uh, friction but when we attempt to control anything or anyone we've denied all of this because folded within this urge to control is conflict contradiction uh, the desire to imitate to conform to a pattern that we think we must follow so through this understanding can we see that controlling anything or anyone there's no order in that that through control we can never have order because order implies our being able to function clearly wholly without any distortion yeah but where there's conflict there must be distortion. Think about it. Control implies suppression, conformity, adjustment, division. Division between the observer and the observed. So order doesn't mean conforming or controlling, right? following a pattern and adjusting ourselves to that pattern, right? Doesn't it mean we become fully aware of our own disorder? Think about it. And I wonder if we think that disorder is merely something outside of us, somewhere somewhere out there in the world. And inwardly we are, you know, we're perfectly orderly with our routines, with our habits, with our booming social media presence, with our occupations, with our psychological successes and ambitions and um, occupations and, and all the rest. But all I'm simply trying to point out here and hopefully together, we're, we're in this together, is that inwardly we do live in disorder, in contradiction. Even the greatest coaches out there, the greatest teachers, the, the greatest uh, gods, the greatest saints, well, I don't know about the gods, but the saints, they, they all live in disorder because they're constantly trying to be something or someone 
all the time. I mean, you don't have to go far. If you're listening to this and you have a social media account, tell me that by every time that we post something, there's a hope for likes, there's a hope for comments, there's a hope to be seen, there's a hope to be recognized, right? Because we're constantly putting out these things in our life in order to be, come, be seen as someone or something all the time, day in and day out. And we've accepted this. And I'm again, I'm not saying this is good, bad, right or wrong. I'm just pointing out what is happening currently. So we put that out there and I don't know how many, you might follow a habit of saying, I can't, I only will check my social media since we're on this example. I'll only check my social media at these times a day, which is a habit, which brings repetition. Repetition brings a dullness of the mind, right? So, and we're in these cycles because, not because we've questioned it deeply, but because we've been told that this is just what you do. And, and you might seem outside looking people might think you're crazy for saying like oh i'm not on social media what do you mean why not but we've never asked <laughs> the opposite. why are you on oh because everyone else is doing it or whatever the reason right so there can i i, I really in investigating the social media aspect of it i i think it only creates uh, or strengthens this internal disorder no matter how you spin it, because that's the subtleties of the mind, the perception that it can spin and we can perceive that, no, 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 I'm doing actually, I'm putting this out, I'm doing good in the world. But regardless, our conditioning being so strong for most, even if that's the, what we tell ourselves, it's still strengthening disorder, just from a different angle just from a different perspective. So it's from this very becoming, I am this hoping to become that. In that endeavor to change what is to what should be, there's a gap where conflict takes place. And this conflict is the essence of this disorder. Where there is division of classes of people of places and a division within ourselves i am this and wish to become that we will find the roots of disorder because there's contradiction i am this and 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 i am this currently and i want to become orderly and when i say i want to become orderly i recognize that i'm confused so i attempt to bring about order and I come up with a plan about what it means to live with order. And I try to follow that plan. But what I'm saying is in doing this, in, in, in modifying myself to follow a pattern that promises change, whatever it is, is the cause of the disorder. Does that make sense? Because where there is division in us psychologically there must be conflict and therefore there must be disorder as long as there is disorder trying to find order it's still disorder so for example let's say i'm confused my life is in complete disorder i'm i'm fragmented inside i'm, I'm all broken up into tiny little pieces trying to make sense of everything and everyone 
And on top of it, uh, I'm trying to do that via social media, which is just a nightmare to try to, I mean, the complexity just, just went through the roof. But it's out of this confusion that I, I create a pattern and think of the amount of money that's made based on this confusion. based on our our conditioning to need our desire to create a pattern to create a habit to create an ideal version of of ourselves and i tell myself that i'm going to live according to this pattern i do it daily right but the order of this pattern has been born out of my confusion so what i have to understand is Okay, why am I confused to begin with? Why am I confused? Which then becomes, why am I disorderly? If I can understand the why, if I can find the causation of my confusion, then the confusion doesn't exist, does it? Because out of this comprehension comes order without any effort, right? The awareness of our confusion, not the idea that we should not be confused brings about the causation. If I'm ill, for example, I go see a doctor. They tell me I'm upsetting my, my body by eating certain foods that I should eat more of those, these foods, vegetables and whatnot. So I'm, you know, what we know already we should do inherently. So I listen, I change, I eat properly. And in the same way, if we can find the cause, then the effect is change. There's no more confusion, right? It's out the door because you understand. Now, did you need to go to a doctor to find out, you know, that what you're eating is probably causing? No. If you go in and seek with an, if you have a an understanding of everything we've been talking about up till this point, going to a doctor to get an in-depth understanding of what could be the issue or what could be causing the confusion is not the same as going in blindly and hoping and wishing that someone directs you and tells you what to do. Does that make sense? There's a difference there. You identifying, or not identifying, you understanding the cause on your own is much different than, say, someone else telling you. It's, it's completely different. Because now that changes outside of me versus my own discovery. So... Order, then, is only possible when we understand the nature of disorder. I don't need to, to, to try to change into an orderly person and, and, and again, create a habit. So this, this nature of disorder can be completely wiped out effortlessly. The key thing here, because this is, it's an effortless thing. Only though, this can only, it's only wiped out when we 
when we come at it, when we investigate, when we question it with our unfractured, undivided self, our undivided awareness. 